In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled and Driven with Purpose. My name is Tony Grubmeyer. Today, I'm excited for you to meet a good friend of mine. Now, this person, she has done uh, some amazing things and helped a lot of amazing people reach extremely high highs. And uh, you're going to love her. She's got a great personality, over 20 years experience in operations management, project management, and event production. She works with six, seven, and eight-figure clients to help create more profitability in their operations and workflows. Please welcome to the show, Lanny Sullivan. Hello, Mr. Tony. Thank you for having me on. Hey, it's uh, always good when we get on the phone. We were last talking about helping me put on an event and we decided not to do it for whatever reason. No excuses, but uh, (laughs) we are here today to deliver some goods to the world. Um, But first, I just wanted to just catch up. How are you personally? Like, Lose all the fluff and just tell me how life is for you. Actually, I'm really happy. You know, we're uh, as we're recording this, we're in the middle of COVID, and this has been an, an incredibly interesting time. And through it all, I have been able to just stay in this beautiful space of gratitude. And one of my girlfriends recently just said, "You are so happy." So 2019 was a really rough year personally for me, and so coming out of that uh, and just being able to grow and develop myself. It's always a process, right? Always continuing to grow. So yeah, I'm actually really in a good place. Um, I can just love, be like, love to hear right it. Now. <laughs> and we don't have to go back to 2019 because Let's the not. last I looked, my eyes are a lot better in 2020. So um, yes. I can see clear. <laughs> um, so, you know, one day you woke up and you're like, Hey, you know, I want to go help uh, business owners do this. What was like your first crack at like getting a job, getting a little bit of a career, kind of just trying stuff you can take me back to in your childhood? Oh, well, I was that girl that, you know, when I was a kid in school who was going door to door and I had to be the number one salesperson, you know, and I was like highly competitive to sell all the candy bars and all the things that, you know, uh, that we sell in school for fundraisers. Yeah. So that was my very first. Do you remember like the prizes they would give you too? Like today you look back, you're like, I sold $500 (laughs) and you gave me a freaking stick thing with a little like ball at the end of it. I'm like, who got the raw into this deal? Exactly. I'm like, where's my money? (laughs) So, you know, uh, you go to college, you get a degree. I did not go to college. No. Rock, rock stars. High five. There you go. Yep. Uh, yeah, no college, uh, school of hard knocks. Uh, I actually got, um, got out of high school, went right into corporate. And, uh, at 19, I was working for a financial institution by 21. I was running a $8 million, uh, branch. So, Hey, and by the way, I'm not knocking education. I have two kids in college, a mother who taught for some 30 years. I just didn't have it work out for me the way I wanted it. Right. I went to school to play sports and then I realized I can't be told what to do. So I didn't do well in school. (laughs) I actually did really well in school. Um, I still read probably five to 10 books, not probably, I read five to 10 books a month. So I'm always actively reading something. And 
today I'm reading something fun, so don't ask me what I'm reading because I'm definitely not reading an educational book at the moment. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I'm actually reading an educational book, and that's not something I could say I was reading on a daily, weekly basis a month ago, but I've been put onto a challenge, and Ooh. one of the requirements is you know, at least 10 pages a book and like yep. an inspirational educational book every single day. And nice. so it's causing my brain to use muscles that it doesn't normally like to use mm -hmm. um, because I don't necessarily learn that way. I, I'm a visual person. So I need to see it to understand it. So then I can like stop and go, okay, let me go try it and apply it. That's how yeah. I've always learned. Mm -hmm. So um, what book are you reading just for fun? And then I want to get back into the $8 million company. I think that's really cool. So um, I'm actually in the middle of two series. One, I, I'm listening to one on Audible, which is a, by Vince Flynn. It's one of my favorite authors of all time, and he's now deceased. And so I'm listening to that on Audible when I have moments. And then I'm actually reading um, a ghost a ghost series called Ghost. I don't know if it was called Ghost and something. Um, the book I'm re currently reading is like Ghost in the Mask, or, um, I think is what it is. So um, it's kind of a setback in a different time frame and has, yeah, inter it's really interesting. So not about ghosts and the way you you think. So very interesting storyline. I like it. I'm smack dab in the middle of my like eighth, eighth master, master class in the last like, you know, 60 days or whatnot. So I just started Steve Martin's master class and it's hilarious. Ooh, and it, it, nice. So I think what you are up to, which is um, stretching, right? You said 19 wasn't great. 2020 is off to a great start. You're really yeah. an immense amount of gratitude. So what's bringing all that gratitude to the forefront right now? What's bringing it all to the forefront? Um, that's a really good question. You know, really just staying present in the moment. You know, there's, there's a lot of suffering in the world right now. There's always been a lot of suffering in the world. And just recognizing that there are people who are suffering worse than I am. I mean, it's not that I don't have my issues and things that I'm going through, but there's somebody else who's suffering at a way deeper, more intrinsic level than I am. And so being able to stay in gratitude for where I'm at and where I'm going. Um, I, I have been in worse situations in my life, you know, I've been almost homeless. And so I've had those moments where it's been really rough. And so being where I'm at today, I can't not be in gratitude. No, I think there's a lot to being gratitude around, right? I always tell people, I'm like, well, you say you don't have anything to be grateful for. I'm like, that's interesting. Your eyes are open. I'm like, right. your heart's beating. Um, okay. Yeah. So let's just take the difference between 19 and 20 and help me with this, this question. You know, Lanny's driven with purpose. How is your purpose different in 19 versus 20? 19 versus 20. 19, I was trying to get out of and did successfully get out of a very um, trauma-bonded relationship that um, had mentally and emotionally um, kept me in a box. And 20, um, I'm completely free and I get to really pursue serving at my like full capacity because um, I was I was held back by others' beliefs and I was put in a box and I allowed that box. So I broke free of the box. How powerful is that to just be able to make that statement, right? Like I was, right. I was like almost like stuck mm -hmm. and now you're, you're unstuck and you're free. And so then that's where the immense amount of gratitude came from. But we also talked like towards the early part of 2019 and every time I've ever had a, any kind of call with you or any interaction, you just have a, a really engaging and friendly personality. So I got to imagine 
you know, even at times, cause I've talked to a lot of people who have gone through, I call it like a lot of shit, like you've just, <laughs> gone, shit. <laughs> you've just gone through it. Um, yep. how sometimes you just have to put your, your smile on your face, even though it's probably an upside down frown, it just doesn't necessarily feel like authentic. Right. Um, but I got to tell you and give you kudos, like you're a rock star. And I Thank hope you. that this year and beyond is really the time for you just to thrive in all things that you do and know that your light, you know, sheds a lot of good stuff into the world. You're working with a lot of dynamic people um, from, you know, Ruby and, and Kara and a lot of people that have been on the show, but just friends in general. And mm -hmm. so I think uh, they're lucky and fortunate to have you. So, you know, Thank back you. to when you were working at your business, absolutely. Um, when you were managing and helping, what were some of the things that you really enjoyed about, you know, being in operations, project management, and let's say then event planning, because there's some, there's some things, commonalities that fit yes. for all three of those. So let's talk about what they are. So anybody listening today thinking, Hey, maybe I got a career or an idea or an, some, something I want to pursue. You're going to come in today and give some information so people can uh, get more insight about you, but also maybe themselves. Yeah, I think it's really interesting when you look at ops and events, the, the baseline is logistics, the baseline is creating something out of an idea. And that's what I love being able to do is, uh, it's, and it's organizing chaos for a lot of people. So I tell people that- Seven rabbits just left and there's Lance. She's like, I'll get them all. Don't worry I'll about get them. it. I got them. Don't you worry. Uh, exactly. And I do. I tell people, I'm like, I organize chaos. Like if you've got chaos happening, like I can organize it. But I also love being able to take an idea and a vision and then create it and see that come to pass. And there's a lot of details that people just, they want, they want it to happen magically and instantly they want to snap their fingers and go, I want it done. Well, and, but they're not able to do it. And you're saying so, you're not Amazon. You're not fulfilling prime orders on demand. Like you're not doing um, that. No, it does take time. Instant gratification is something that we all want and love and including myself, but I have clients who are like two weeks after working with them and you know, like first two weeks, like I want this. And I was like, well, you got to wait a little bit. So there's a process we need to like develop it. So being able to create that process is something I really love doing and being able to dive deep. Like I can see that innately, I can see the big picture and all the holes and all the issues and then being able to break it down and implement. That's something that I enjoy doing. And not everybody has that ability to see the big and the, the deep dive details. I love it. So you talked a little bit about ops events, logistics. You talked about having an idea of the vision. I love the fact that you brought up instant gratification. Our society is like almost wired now that if it doesn't yeah. happen instant, there's something wrong. And then like they're banging <laughs> on their, their desk and they're like, where the hell is it? I just, I ordered it five minutes ago. Why is it here? Right. And the yeah. same thing can be for like events. Like, you know, why isn't the new, you know, marketing plan executed, you know, why haven't all these things been done? I mean, like, why are my sales through the roof? I mean, so many people today, you know, live in like, I just placed the order, but I want it now. Yep. I'm, I'm really working hard uh, at our business and kind of like what I do in life um, to help people realize, like, I think what you talked about, if we remove the instant and just get gratification, right. And mm -hmm. we're just grateful for the fact that we we're even talking, planning and thinking about ops and logistics and events all right, cool. Remember when they were fun? Yeah. Remember when there was like, it wasn't stressful, but yet it was exciting. Remember the anticipation of Christmas, not, oh, that's it. There it was. Well, we'll be planning the next one tomorrow uh, yep. and we're back into it where like you really get to dream. So 
when you sit down and you get a chance to, to talk to, to clients, you know, you can take me for example, how do you help them really focus like where their genius is and allow your genius to shine and not let them get in your details? Because so many people still, I know what I'm doing. Let me do my job. And you're like, seriously, you need to go do you. Let me do what I do. So how, how do you help people really stay in their lane and you stay in yours? Um, well, I kind of make them, <laughs> they don't get like, if they hire me, like we set those boundaries and those expectations right at the get, like, I don't have time for you to get in my way. I definitely need, <laughs> that sounds really, really interesting, but I really don't have time for you to get in my way. But I, I think it's important to remind my clients what they want to focus on. What's important to them. Do you want to spend your time over here in the details? Or do you want to sit over here and create and serve your own clients? So I really focus on what do you want to do? Where do you want your attention and your energy to be spent? And if I can redirect them that way, uh, it makes my life a lot easier. So I like the redirection because I'm not good when you tell me what to do. Never have. Doesn't matter if it was my wife, my mom, my sister, my business partner, school, coach. You invite me to have a conversation and allow me to bring my creativity and my maybe some of the things that I'm thinking to the table. Mm-hmm. That works better for this entrepreneur, right? Yep. This this human needs to be invited into the conversation, mm-hmm. and I require uh, communication at all levels, right? For me yep. to, some people say you want to know that this happened. I'm like, if it affects the company, I want to know. I want to know. So yeah. when you're working with somebody, let's say like my type who needs to know all the details, how do you help them to feel confident that, hey, it's going to be taken care of? Because at the end of the day, you're like, well, this is what I do. And I still say, hey, yeah, that's great. But that's somebody else's money. This is my money now. How do you help calm them down and let them have peace of mind? How do you deliver the deliverables in such a way where they are, hey, you know what? You do have this. I'm going to go back to doing what I'm doing. If you need me, call me. So there's a couple different ways depending on, you know, clients for, for your type, it's usually um, a checklist of some sort. Um, I always, I work off checklists and to-do lists. So um, I work in Slack, I work in Airtable. So that way clients can see all the things that are happening. I know I I, I use ClickUp, I use Airtable, I use all the things I use literally, I use pen and paper, but honestly, it really comes down to communication, Um, making sure that you understand what's happening and where the process is and what I do need from you. Cause it's not like I'm never going to speak to you. I actually need to speak with you on a regular basis to make sure that the work that I'm doing, the conversations that I'm having, the negotiations that I'm doing are all in alignment with the original vision. Um, and if we're steering, if we're losing the vision or if the vision has changed, that's important to know on both sides. Uh, but really it's all about communication. Um, and for those who are lovingly micromanaging the situation <laughs> and want to know all the details, then I usually have a checklist going. For, that's good. I, because I don't micromanage. I, I used to, but I got away from it because I realized something that I wasn't doing, right? I, I, was micro, I wasn't micromanaging me. I needed to worry about myself, not others, right? Because mm-hmm. others have to do what they need to do. That's how you rise, yeah. you know, the tide and all ships go, right? Like if mm-hmm. I'm, 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 maybe my ship's higher, but then the tidal waves are attacking everybody. So I've learned over the last, you know, 10, 15 years to allow people to do what they need to do. That's why they were hired here in the first place. Um, Biggest difference between six figure, seven figure and eight figure kind of like entrepreneurs that you've worked with, like just maybe some 
not differences, maybe some things that you've noticed between working with a, a six figure entrepreneur, right? It's maybe their blood, sweat and tears, their money. And then mm-hmm. it's maybe a seven and eight figure. It's a corporation and there's a lot more in the bank. So tell me some of the things that are different. And then also, have you found like working with a six figure is more rewarding than working with an eight figure entrepreneur? So there's very, yeah, so there's some very interesting differences. So a lot of the eight figure companies um, have fallen into complacency and they are in that space of, well, it's always worked and this is how we've always done it. And that is death to growth and profit and increase. So um, I'm always like challenging the status quo. I'm like, well, this is maybe how you've always done it, but is it actually the best way to do it now in the current environment, whatever that environment is that we're in? I love working with six figure going that want to scale to seven because they're still driven and they're learning how to build a team and build and actually trust versus an eight figure who's already got a team established and they're just assigning roles and tasks and duties. And there's, you know, it's kind of a working machine and sometimes the working machine is broken. They've got a gear broken um, that we got to fix. So that it's very interesting. Seven's kind of right in the middle where they're starting to build their team, but maybe they built their team wrong or they scaled it wrong and we've got to shift it and fix it so it can continue to work efficiently. But there's usually a lot of inefficiencies across the board with all of them. It's so true. <laughs> it is so true. All right. So let's talk something that is really, really like helpful for, um, you know, you, you were, you were throwing down air table and pen and paper. And I like that. And you, you were talking about Slack. Oh, I mean, I, I write, like I just, I, I'm taking notes the entire time. Right. And I look back <laughs> on them and I'm like, wow, that was really cool. What, uh, what are the most useful tools for your you know, your, your sanity, like the things that you are, you're counting on, are there apps? Are there things like day to day that you just need to kind of help you stay on course because you are helping so many different people and companies Mm -hmm. that, you know, for me, good old calendar is still the best piece for me. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so it is, it's old school. I, I mean, I, you know, I'm not that old, but I still go to like old school pen and paper. Um, I have, I actually have two calendars. I work off my Google calendar and I have three Google calendars that are all merged into one. And uh, that which, <laughs> and then like, if you're like me, I was like, Oh, why are my calendar? Like I actually screwed up my own calendar. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> and triple booked myself last week. <laughs> I'm like, Oh crap. How did I do that? But uh, Google calendar, I actually have a paper calendar where I really focus my week and I sit down and I'm like, what am I working on this week? What is my focus this week? Whether it's with clients or my team, having my team is a great resource and tool. Like I had something urgent this morning that had to be handled and I was on a call. So I sent it off to my team, you know, and then it comes to digital tools. You know, um, I hate email personally. I'm like, email has been my nemesis. My coaches had me like working on that and I still haven't changed my language around hating email, but um, my mindset around it is different, (laughs) but I like Slack. I like, we live in that instant world and people want instant communication and instant access. So um, I don't give instant access, but yet I do give instant access. So um, I do use Slack a lot with my team and with my clients. So that way the communication is consistent. Um, I think, you know, with clients, a lot of times you can set up Boxer and different um, tech like that, where if they really need you urgently. Um, but I'm like, for me, as far as communication, I'm like text, Facebook Messenger, Slack are the three ways to get a hold of me. Otherwise, I'm probably not going to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> I love one. I love one of the the quotes that you put on uh, LinkedIn. It says, are the cracks and holes in your workflows starting to cost you money? 
Yes. Three calendars, huh? <laughs> yes. Overlap in your business plan. I got it. You know, one of the hardest things to do, um, I have like five different ways that you can book time. So depending on who you are. Mm -hmm. um, so like if you write me and you're like, hey, I want to be on your podcast. If I write Joe in my yeah. phone, it'll fill out all the details and send you a link. Uh -huh. Right. So I have all these little handy shortcuts because I'm like, I don't have the brain power to tell you over and over. Right. So if yep. you want to like work with me, then I have like a way to like, I'll type it level up, then it'll yep. whole other thing will go. What yep. kind of shortcuts have you found that are helpful for you to kind of stay on track? Because you're a fast mover. You, you're not sitting still. You were, I'm going to Carolinas. I'm going to talk to you on my phone. I got this going. I'm going to record this. I'm going to shoot you the text. We're going to get the details. We're going to get the dates. We're going to get all this dialed in. So tell me, how do you manage that? Because that to me is chaos. And that's what we were talking about. The seven rabbits. You have a gift. Um, and you know, your gift is really working with six, seven and eight figures. And I think, you know, it, that is an immense talent because, you know, getting me on the phone is, is sometimes hard. And but I've you just, gotten you. Yeah. Cause you have, I have somebody that helps me. And so then you can talk to Courtney and Courtney makes life happen. So, I know, right? um, so who's helping you? Who, who do you get a shout out today on your team? Uh, Melissa Mendoza. She is my communications manager and she has, um, we've been actually friends for 13 years and she's, she's the one that saved my butt this morning on something. I was like, somebody was like, I need this now. And I was like, okay, great. It was for my own business. So, um, so yeah, she took care of it because my computer decided to like go on a fritz for some reason. And I was like, I couldn't get it to work. So yeah, my communications manager, I was like, do this. Here's all the information, send it out. Thanks. And you know, done in 20 minutes. Well, I want to read what uh, people talk about you all the time. Lanny is pure magic. She is that person behind the scenes that is taking care of absolutely everything. For me, as someone who puts on events, she is priceless. What she does and how she shows up in the world is exactly what's necessary for the next evolution and bringing people together in a conscious communities. Uh, Preston smiles. Um, another one, Tammy Schmidt, she wrote, listen, uh, says, Lanny's Listen to my project management needs. She helped me to understand how to set up my new project management system and gave me ideas on how to use it. Lanny is very knowledgeable in project management, has a passion for helping professionals take their projects to the next level. So if you're listening today and you're like, hmm, Lanny's the rock star behind six, seven, and eight figure companies. Maybe she's the person I've been looking for. Where would people go to learn more about you? Uh, LinkedIn is a great way. So LinkedIn, uh, just go to Lainey Sullivan. And then um, also my website, which is being redone by the Miss Kara Parrish and team. So I'm super excited for that to be coming out here soon. But yeah, LinkedIn is probably the best way at this point. What What do you want the world to to remember about you? I always say everybody that I talk to, I, I know is building a legacy. They're not just here. They're doing something magical. What would be your legacy that you want the world to remember? Always remember to love love. That's it. Show up and love. Stop judging and love. Yeah. You know what? I was sitting, um, I rode over to my, uh, my sponsor's house yesterday and, uh, anybody who want to know what a sponsor is, is I have a problem in the addiction world and he helps to just talk to me. So like a mentor. And, um, he, he was saying like when we were sitting, we were kind of, we were just talking about kind of life and business and you know, this kind of stuff. And he's like, you know, we, somehow we seriously mess up a lot of shit. And we just mess up a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. So 19 was the year where you took your ship back and you said, Hey, I'm going to go be a rock star again. And I'm not going to allow anybody to hold power over me. I think that's the greatest gift from my interview and time with you today is I love talking to people that shift into getting their power back. Right. Cause somehow we can give our power up so easy and we didn't realize it. Seriously. 
It's like a ticket at the at the the counter when you're ordering food. Next in line, and you're like, "How did you just take my power?" Like, and yeah. and now you just pull those tickets back, and you're like, "They're mine." Um, mm-hmm. For somebody right now going through kind of a transformation in their life, and they they feel stuck. And you said love is such a powerful word. I love it because I think it's it's it is. It's the only thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we also don't know the difference. Um, like when I'm brought into this world, I never had. I couldn't tell you the difference between a person's color or skin or tone or anything. Like I just love people. Right. Um, yep. my, you know, my parents never taught racism to me or anything like that. There wasn't anything because they just loved, but we live in a different world today. We live in a world where, you know, for the first time in my life, every person you see walking around has a mask on. Every person is fearful of getting near you. Every person that you talk to is the first conversation is something completely different. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's so much has changed from 19 to 20 but yet we're only a few months into 2020. What would be the thing that you would help somebody listening right now who's kind of just stuck or struggling? Find somebody who, whether it's one person or a group of people that you can, that you can be vulnerable with and you can share your concerns and your heartaches and your sadnesses and your lonelinesses and your stories and your fears and, and all of that where you feel safe and you have that, that safe space, regardless of whether it's a virtual safe space or an invisible, you know, physical safe space. I think it's really important for us to be surrounded by people who truly love us and accept us for exactly who we are, faults and all. And I think that's really important because if I didn't have people that, um, I have a group of women in my life that I can literally just like break down in front of and be completely vulnerable. And I hate to be vulnerable, to be honest. It is not one of my favorite things to be, <laughs> but there's so much growth and vulnerability. And so I would say surround yourself with people who truly, truly, truly will support you without that judgment and really just love you through your shit. Well, you want to talk about somebody who's driven with purpose. We are talking to her today. Lanny, you are a rock star. Uh, the takeaways today are, you know, find, find somebody that you can be vulnerable with, right? And get ugly with. I, I, like, I like using that term, right? Just get ugly yeah. with. Be who you are. Yeah. Be the real person, not the person that the world sees. That's why I say, hey, let's remove the fluff. And like, how are you really doing? Um, yeah. And the more that I talk and I do these interviews, the more that I realize that people are natural knee-jerk reaction is I'm good. Right. I'm like, really? And they're not. You're really yeah. good. Why don't you kick one of those O's off and say, I need God. Like, I need help. Yeah. Like, yeah. life is not easy today. Life is tough. And I think you'll find more and more of what you really, really need <clears throat> is not to rely so much and put so much weight on your shoulders. So many people choose to walk around life, you know, pushing a dumpster instead of realizing that, you know what, you can drop the rock today. So I just want to mm-hmm. say, Lanny, thank you for coming on and and helping people and I will get all the show notes and everything. And you can find all that at TonyGrubmeyer.com. But Lanny, you're a rock star. I really, really appreciate you. I genuinely how you show up, your energy and uh, anybody who got a chance to not watch the video because we're not putting it out, but there is a dream board behind her shoulder. And <laughs> if you want to talk about spark your sense of wonder, right. And, yep. and wander the world and like figure out where you want to go. She's got creativity, adventure. Those are all things that we need in our lives, right? Cause we can be, more creative and more adventurous, but a lot of limitations have been placed on us and not by anybody, but by us. And so I think this is the year for Lanny, myself, and anybody listening today to break free and go set goals and be ambitious and creative and never forget to have fun. Lanny also talked about love, a lot of great, wonderful things, you know, a little bit about business, but at the end of the day, if the core of who you are isn't working, 
it doesn't matter how much money you make. You're never going to have enough. You'll never be happy. You'll never be where you want to be. So if you take care of you, that's the 19 to 20 version that we heard today, Mm -hmm. then the purpose comes alive and then you can go do all the things that you were created to go do. So thank you very much. So that is Alani Sullivan. My name is Tony Grubmeyer. Until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. Forever.